Welcome back to another episode of the Modern Multifamily Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Wolber, and today I was very lucky to sit down with Julie Butler from Central. Julie is the Vice President of Asset Management and Transitions and has a remarkable background in our industry. Central, if you hadn't heard, is doing a ton to bring innovation to the operator side of our industry by embarking on category creation in Home Plus. Most recently, they acquired a line residential to double their footprint, and in this episode, you're going to hear all of the exciting work that Central and the team are embarking on. This is a very fun, fast-paced conversation, and I hope you enjoy. Let's get into it. All right, Julie, welcome to Modern Multifamily. Thank you for having me. I would love to start with a little bit about who you are and how you found this exciting role at Central before we dig in today. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So going back to my journey and getting into the multifamily industry, it was um, all started out based out of necessity. Um, I found myself at a point where I had lost my job, single mom of a four-year-old daughter, and I had to quickly find employment. And so I had a friend in the property management industry. And she started telling me about it. And she said, hey, you could quickly get a a job as a temp leasing professional. You should do that. In the meantime, I said, great. So I I jumped in. Um, Luckily, within a couple of days, was able to get a position as a temp leasing professional. Um, But shortly after, I think it was just like two days after, I got an offer to stay on full time as a sales professional. And I was like, why not? Let's do this. Um, and it quickly snowballed from there. So I, I had the opportunity to move up on site through the different roles, uh, landed in the community manager seat. And then that grew to more of a corporate level positions going through regional RVP and then VP. Um, so prior to my actual central days, it was about 14 years in the industry. And I was getting to that point where I was kind of tired of the usual conversations we were having in multifamily, right? Great industry, but let's start talking about something a little new. Um, And at that point, I had a former colleague who was going to this new company called Central. She started talking to me about it, and I just got so excited because Central was talking about uh, different product types, right? Different flexibility, home sharing, different ways to bring in revenue, They were looking at different operational efficiencies. And so Central was that new conversation for me. And once I started meeting some of the the team members, it was all over. Um, I knew it was the right journey for me. And it's been truly the best career move and career path for me personally. I love the energy behind that and uh, feeling validated, you know, day in and day out that you made the right call. And mm-hmm. I'd love to just like riff with you a little bit on the operating model. Central to mm-hmm. me strikes me as really blending technology with real estate and doing some things that uh, maybe in the past you could only solve with another, you know, vendor partner. And in your words, not mine, I'd love to hear just, mm-hmm. you know, almost the central elevator pitch and, and how you're going to market as an organization. Yeah, I'd love to. I love talking about Central and especially since I've been a part of it since day one and seeing how we've progressed through the years. It's pretty exciting to talk about. Central is really that modern property manager and we provide a 10% plus lift, uh, NOI lift to our owners. 
And we really do that by offering the flexible lease terms on our unfurnished or furnished products. So I think that's the most unique thing about Central is we can offer a one night stay all the way up to, you know, you can do 30 days uh, or you can do 12 months, 15 months, whatever more traditional in our unfurnished product. Um, and with that flexibility, we're able to generate some higher returns, especially on the revenue front of it. Um, in conjunction with that, we offer best-in-class service, and that shows in our reputation scores. We have several communities that are currently in that 1% elite. Um, overall, as a portfolio, we're about 890 and climbing on our reputation score, and I think the national average might be closer to, to 520. So it's really showing that our residents, guests, love staying with us. Um, also, we offer that home sharing, which I touched on a little bit. And what that is, if somebody's not familiar, is our Airbnb. We've partnered with Airbnb, so residents have that opportunity if they want to um, travel, they want to go stay at a family member's house for the weekend, they can do that, whatever they want to do, go camping, and then they can actually uh, home share their apartment and make that additional revenue. Um, so we do all of this with our technology, working with our tech team, um, to make sure we have a seamless experience for all the residents. There's a lot that goes into that piece, right? We've got to get all of our systems talking, um, our operating systems uh, communicating properly so that we can flex quickly between the one night stay to a 30 day or a 12 month. Um, so we're really about really combining all the conveniences, comforts of home, that connection, and what we call that is our home plus for Central. Oh, that's incredible. I, I have to ask, and this will be kind of like a loaded question. So yeah. shut me up if we need to like rework <laughs> it. But you gave an interview recently uh, describing that like the home is evolving and that we're transitioning to more of a nomadic lifestyle. And as you talk about, you know, this super short term or this longer term, you know, lifestyle that you're able to accommodate with Central, what all are you having to do to be able to accommodate for the crazy high volume of traffic that you must be getting day in and day out? We have to do a lot. There's a lot that goes into that, right? It's exciting to get that traffic, but it goes back to having a good customer experience, right? And then that seamless experience. So we, we've learned a lot over the last couple of years, but that's our primary focus is to make that seamless experience. And so we have to really dig into our digital platforms, make sure everything's uh, working on, on the back end. Um, one of our biggest challenges at Central is the different product types that are different communities, right? Because there's differences between the city regulations in Seattle than there are in Miami, right? So our product type, which is great, we can flex, but it will have to be different. And so then how do you make that a seamless experience for um, each person that's experiencing the Central brand? And how we're solving for that is our, what we call it our central operating system, central OS. And so what that does is it really behind the scenes, it's our backend technology that grabs all those data points from every encounter with the residents. Um, it make, helps our systems speak to each other on what the flexibility we need per market um, and when that demand is present or not present, right? Because you'll need to turn up and down the dial depending on what that demand is. So if it's a high tourist month in uh, Scottsdale 
we're going to turn up our nightly stays, right? But if it's not, we need to turn that back down and then focus more on our 30 plus day or our traditional model. So that's one way. Um, another way we're looking at it is with our 24-7 contact centers, We it, which is a must, right? Because if you have a guest um, check-in and there's not somebody at the door, there's not a way to for them to get in, they have a question, they need instant answers, right? If we're not in the hospitality space, if you're not giving somebody that quick answer, that quick turnaround, that instant gratification that we're also used to at this point, you're essentially failing, right? And um, we constantly are listening to feedback from our guests and residents, and that is one of the main things that they want, right, is quick response times. I, I was going to say, it sounds like you're pulling multiple pages out of the hospitality playbook, and it's neat hearing you say residents as well as guests. And yeah. uh, I think you are onto something that is going to be big and bright hearing you talk about all of that. Great. So another question I have for you is just doing some research on Central. I was trying to prepare for today, loud and proud on your websites, on your social media on any of the press that I've been able to find about Central, which was quite a bit and it's growing, community really seems to be central at the core mm -hmm. of your business. And with these different products and with all the things that you're deploying, what are some of the amenities that you're going all in on heading into 2023 to take care of your residents, guests, as well as your clients? Yeah, we're amenities are very important, right? We're all in on, on several things, but it kind of goes back to that home plus that I mentioned at the beginning um, and, and making sure that the, the process is seamless in that um, our network of uh, customers can communicate with us quickly. So one thing we're focused on at Central is our Central app um, so that there's one location that the guests, customers can go to, um, to know everything, right? And to book, um, it, to look at our discounts, to know what's going on in the neighborhood, um, everything all in one place. So that's something we're really, really focused on. Um, we offer resident discounts uh, or guest customer discounts. So if you're on our app and say you, you live in Denver and it's cold and snowy, and you're like, I want to go somewhere warm, you can look at Miami and say, oh, that looks, the beach looks fantastic. What's my discount? You can book that and be able to go. Um, we also focus highly on our amenity spaces um, to make sure that they're curated to create this sense of connection. Um, there's a bit of an open field to them, so you can easily be, feel like you're a part of a community. Um, but then there's also those special curated spaces that are private, right? So if you need to get some work done and you need some privacy, you have the telephone booth or that kind of situation conference rooms that you can go into and get that privacy as you need. Um, we look at other things like our locally curated guides. Um, so those are on our websites that if you're in a certain city, if you're there long term or just short term, you can go in and see where should I eat? Where should I go explore? Uh, so we offer that as well. Um, the home share program we talked about, but that is one of our great amenities, again, so that residents can go explore themselves and then bring in some additional revenue. Um, and lastly, we really focus on our retail partnerships, too, because that's important. We, we try to really find some retail vendors that are bringing in the community um, and then also just things that are convenient for our residents. For example, uh, Central Union Station, which is in Denver, 
we have a private elevator that goes to Whole Foods. I mean, how convenient is that? You can just go down, get some wine, get some food, and then go right back to your apartment home. I've actually seen social clips of that elevator of people <laughs> descending into it uh, on TikTok and like in like more of the viral realm. And I'll try to track a few down to share with your team, but I've actually seen that elevator and that I was trying awesome. to prepare for today and I kind of went down the rabbit hole and there's definitely examples of, you know, those amenities landing, which I think is always the vision, you know, picking amenities that some are sexy, some are just practical, but seeing them, right. you know, actually land in the eye of our residents. I think that's cool to see. That's so cool you found that. You'll have to share those videos. I will. Um, kind, of, kind of in that same thread, are there any amenities that you're thinking about taking a chance on, uh, predicting the future, looking at consumer trends, that work from home is here to stay, podcasting studios? Have you thought through any more explorative well, amenities down the road? We might have to talk about that. I like that podcast thought. Um we, we constantly are always talking and, and thinking outside the box. Um, one of the reasons I love Central, um, we have uh, in the past even tested out like work from home apartment uh, homes that we actually turned into a private work from home station. So you can actually rent that or go work at it. So you can actually get out of your own apartment. And it's like you're going somewhere to a private space and rent that out and still have a decent amount of privacy um, as well, but honestly, we're we're open to to anything. The main thing we do is listen to feedback. Um, I haven't been a part of a company prior that solicits so much feedback, but actually listens to it and action off of it. And so, when residents, guests are telling us, "I want this amenity," right? Then we are quickly looking to implement and see if that's something that we we can put in place. Um, so. You know, outside of the box, I think those are a few of the things, but um, we hear a lot about just the regular, like they want the pet stations, they want the pet conveniences, the on-demand services, which has been around for a while, right? But um, we're really trying to put it all into that one app so that they could quickly get those services. Um, you want groceries delivered to your refrigerator? Great. Let's figure out how we make that happen. That's cool. And I, I think it's important to you know, figure out ways to capture and codify those feedback loops in real time from your residents. Mm -hmm. And I, it is also funny to your point that, you know, they've been around for a while. Trends from eight, nine, 10 years ago have boomeranged back into being trendy. And so it's really funny to see those kinds of things that have been around for a long time. And all of a sudden they're like hot and raving again. <laughs> so it's cool to see things recycle through the industry. I know. I think the pet one is always one that People are like, what amenities are you really focused on? And there's a lot, right? But when I say that one, it's been around for so long, but it's <laughs> so important for residents, right? To have that pet station, the, the dog run, whatever it may be. Um, it's important to them. So we have to make sure we continue to improve upon those. So shifting gears a little bit, and I might be off base, but I think there are some parallels here. Um, mm -hmm. You look at Airbnb, you look at um, all of the short-term rental um action in, in, in the world right now. And I'd say there's some increasing just regulation around, mm -hmm. around, uh, what can and can't be done within, you know, markets and, and metros around, especially the U S um, mm -hmm. how does central balance offering, you know, those capabilities while also being aware of regulations and making sure that yeah. you stay in accordance and that, that, that surely is a moving target. It really is. It's an important question. And, um, 
something we take, you know, highly important to our team because we have to make sure we're following the city regulations, right? So we have a whole uh, legal department that really dives in. And so prior to us even acquiring um, or looking at a market, our legal team already has this memo on what the current status is of the city regulations. Um, so like, for example, in Seattle's one I brought up earlier, um, that was a, a market we were hoping that you could do the short term, like nightly stakes, but the city regulations there are not allowing it. And it's to protect, you know, the long, long-term renter, the long-term um, individual homeowners, right? So we understand, but sometimes these regulations are put in really quickly to try to protect, but no, there's not necessarily the full picture there, right? And so our legal team will even meet with the city council and start um, just explaining our model how it can benefit that market, um, what revenue it can drive, tourism and those kind of things. Um, so that's one thing that our current legal team is doing with the city council in Seattle is like talking about those things to see if we can help kind of mold and change if possible. Um, but we always have to be aware of what the regulations are in, in new markets we're going to and in our current ones, because to your point, they change. They don't always stay status quo. For sure. And I have to assume in your role, thinking through asset management, but also transitions that you're playing a role in thinking about the new markets that have the central team most excited. Are there specific markets you're comfortable sharing that you're thinking about entering, you know, in the in the coming months or seasons? Oh, yeah, we have so much happening, right? Um, so we're currently, just to talk about where we're currently at, we have 14 communities um, in, and they're mainly in gateway cities because of our product type, right? Being in those urban markets and having that walkability is attractive to the tourists or different models that we may have. Uh, but currently we're in Atlanta, Austin, Denver, Chicago, Los Angeles, Miami, Nashville, Scottsdale, Seattle. Um, many more to come. Miami is a market that's a hot one for us because of the regulations are very limited. And so we can turn up that dial really uh, high on the short term. So we always look at, you know, where's our base, best case study and where are we performing really great to get some great revenue. Um, but we're also partnering with other great individuals that are in the space. Like for example, we recently announced that um, we have an expansion with Oliver Buchanan Group and we're gonna be their exclusive property manager for the residential portfolio. Um, and so it's going to be new development deals and it's going to be expanding in a lot of the markets we're in. Um, for example, the first one is Central uh, Rhino, which is in the Denver area. Um, and that's going to start this year. And then there uh, have some that will go to San Diego. San Diego has been one we've been looking at for some time. So we're excited about that. Um, our next third party ownership um, property is going to be in Hollywood. And that will be our third in that market. Um, and going back to the the Miami, which is a, a great space for us, we also partnered with uh, PMG on a new construction project that's over 800 units. Um, that's going to come online in 2024. So, you know, we're open. We're even looking internationally. So I'm ready for that international day that I get to travel. Heck yeah. um, I'm coming too. If, we'll do a podcast. Yes, let's <laughs> do it. I'll keep you updated when that happens. It'll probably be tomorrow. I never know. I, <laughs> sure. I get an email from the CEO. John's like, this is what we're doing today. I'm like, let's do it. <laughs> 
Well, hypergrowth is a career changer and it sounds like you're in a company that's really doing good things, but also, you know, in that hockey stick growth, so that's exciting. Um, Julie, I've got one last kind of big question for you before we look to wrap up today. Um, in our world over the past couple of years, it really feels like this ESG conversation has just risen to the top. It's talked about at legislation levels, at industry conference levels, at executive boardrooms. It comes up for me every day with customers as well as prospects. And it really feels like the G, you know, governance alignment, that you've got that dialed in, that you have a seat at the mm -hmm. table, you're playing a role in advocating, and you're also staying like largely in line with those those regulations. Mm -hmm. But I look at the E and the S, and they're they're just as important to me. You know, what are you doing for the environment that's good and, and what what's your play on social responsibility? Mm -hmm. Um is that at the core of Central? Does the Central have a perspective there as it relates to the holistic ESG approach with your your platform and your portfolio? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just the our kind of culture, right? Central cares, and so it's definitely at the core of our strategy and in everything we do. Um, as far as the sustainability and environmental pieces of it, luckily we can follow like the playbooks of the hotel geniuses that have done it before. And so there's things that we get quickly implemented. For example, the offering of housekeeping um, as requested versus like every time or every day or things like that and those costs. Um, we also are looking at, or we already have products um, that are reusable. We're not putting in the shampoos um, that go to waste, like you use the bottle and have to throw it away. We put in the full reusable bottles in the showers. Um, we're doing, of course, the low head, the low flow shower heads, those kind of things that have been around for some time, but they make a difference on the environment, right? So important to do. Um, we also are in the current process of getting our application lease certifications for all of our apartments. Some of them are recertified, but we're in that process, which means there's a lot of checks that we have to check off and believe we're there. So we should have that um, this year for all of our communities. Um, and then as far as the social community building aspect of it, uh, Central's all in on that piece too. I think it's one of the things we really uh, thrive on and we're pretty unique because we like to create experiences, right? We want the residents and guests to have a feeling, you know, when they've left an event, like, wow, that touched me in some way or somehow, like it, I felt something from it. Um, not just the traditional like wine and cheese event, right? Like, I mean, we all like wine and cheese or for most of it, but. <laughs> Let's do something different that cultivates a little bit more connection. And we've done things like um, we have a neon artist, Casey Lees, in our central DTLA communities. And so she lived on site. Um, she had a pop-up studio. She invited other residents who could come and learn how to create these neon signs. Um, and she had an open show at the end. So it was, it was pretty cool that we actually have one of her neon signs displayed there. Um, one of my favorite things is we also do, do like resident uh, pop-up shops, but how we do it is we connect with our local uh, retail spaces in the community and we allow them to come in and they do a seven day pop-up show. And so then they're getting that exposure to our residents, right? And it's helping their, their business grow and thrive. Um, so it's one of my favorite things that we, we do um, at Central. What a great answer, man. That's a lot. You guys are doing it all. It's really cool to hear. Uh, but before we close, do you have any questions for me, Julie? Nothing's off limits. And if you don't have anything, have anything for me, no pressure. Yeah, I, I actually do. So um, 
one thing at Central, we're always trying to get accurate data, right? It's all about the data. And we often struggle getting that real-time rent comp information, right? So with rent dynamics, how do you guys get and source, you know, relevant current rent uh, for the communities in certain markets? Yeah, there, there. I mean, data is everything. So we have a national partnership with ALN. So that's been a, mm-hmm. been one way that we've been able to stay whole more on like the moving and shaking within the industry, property management companies, uh, ownership groups, property sizes, data from a technical standpoint, as well as you know new deals coming on the market. Um, mm-hmm. We integrate with all the the leading property management softwares and revenue revenue management softwares out there, and we've done a lot internally to centralize that data from the yield stars, the maximizers of the world, to really help understand, you know, at scale what's happening, which mm-hmm. gives us some advantage to advise our clients. But uh, we're also doing a lot to just consolidate within our systems as we grow. We're we're at about 1.8 million units today that are using Rent Dynamics, and so within that, we're also getting more and more of our own data that's helping us inform leasing behavior, leasing trends, credit trends on the rent plus side, where the the biggest opportunities are to help residents establish and approve or protect their credit. So long-winded way to say we're looking at it all the time. Similar to you, we're investing a lot into our technology platform and our mm-hmm. system of records, but also our APIs so that we can you know, share data with our partners because it's your data, not ours. So it's really important to us that if you're looking at it through a Power BI or a Reva, for example, that it's easy to get that data from our apps into yours. That's great. Wonderful. And do you survey your residents or are you getting feedback on what you see as the top amenities that residents are looking for? Yeah, we, we, we get that data through a few different ways, actually. So in our CRM, uh, we see move in and move out data. So we're able to understand what were the key amenities that drove a leasing decision. And we also see the key reasons that someone left a community, which gives us a lot of feedback looping back into our, our clients at scale. And I think similar to you, we're seeing some trends. You know, pet pet amenities r- remain high. One that is not as sexy, but we hear about all the time from residents is cell phone reception. And that's one of my biggest like tactical advices to leasing teams across the country is understand how you compare against your competition and do things to improve tactical cell phone reception on site. That really, really matters. And one that's new that we've seen aside from podcasting, which is definitely growing, has been pickleball courts. Pickleball courts, they have a laundry laundry list of of waiting lines at communities, class A's, B's, and C's. Do not do a tennis court. Do a pickleball court, and it will win you some deals, I promise. I wrote that one down. That's (laughs) a good one. We don't have the pickleball court yet, but, Mike, it's on its way now. There we go. (laughs) that feedback. Um, and that cell phone is truly valuable uh, feedback as well. We we discovered that too. And we actually, at the acquisition of new communities, uh, have our team go through and find ways to improve the cell phone uh, reception service if it's not great. So it's a good Definitely. one. Uh, well, I'd love to roll out the red carpet for you, Julie. Uh, whether it's you know how to get in touch with you or maybe even any important roles you're hiring for, um, anything that's important to you and central before we wrap up today. Yeah, just um, I would love it if everybody would go to central.com, check out our website, or more importantly, if you like search us on YouTube, there's some really cool videos. Like maybe they'll find that elevator one you found, Mike, but 
there's um, some really great central storytellers that are very inspiring. So it's individuals that have lived on site and they talk about their personal experience and their lifestyle within the communities, but then also around the surrounding communities. So I highly recommend looking up those central storytellers and uh, central is with an S. Um, and then as far as contacting me, I can be reached at, uh, it's Julie Butler, but my email is jbutler at central.com. But feel free, anybody wants to reach out or contact me, that'd be great. Okay, well, I'll include all of that in the show notes. Julie, you've been an amazing guest, and I look forward to seeing you overseas. Thank you for joining today. <laughs> Can't wait. Thank you, Mike.